Good evening and welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130, FM 103.5 and all around the world on the free iHeartRadio app. You can download that, search Outdoor Adventures, and you can find us there and listen anywhere online through the iHeartRadio app. I'm your host, Stan Poggle, Average Everyday Fisherman, and my co-host, Legendary Guide and Freshwater Fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak is on the line, and we got a pretty fun show set up for today. Uh, I know we're going to chat with our buddy Chris Munchow here in just a couple of minutes, Kudak, about the latest from Aquaview, and it looks like they have some, as they always do, they got cool new stuff out. Oh, you bet they got the new cameras. They got the the straight straight deal that you can sit and watch the fish straight deal. It's uh, you know every year Aquaview comes out with uh, you know. Cutting edge stuff. I mean, it's it's good stuff, and uh, you know, it, it's it's not high, you know, high price price stuff, but it's uh, you know, it's stuff people can afford, and it, and it helps you. Out. I mean, I got some aquarium stuff myself, and I use a I use it a lot in the winter. I use it a lot in the summer, and it's uh, you know, it help it helps you see what's down there when you're when you're looking for you know your crappies or sunnies or whatever, and it uh, you know it's a little easier fishing for a guy. And a thing I like about it, too, because, as you know, I, I like to, as you always say, you you try to learn something new every time you go out. And that's one thing I know in the winter when I am out fishing a lot more. I have one of the micro uh, uh, aqua views, and what I like to do is use it to see the action of the bait, whether it's a jig or whether it's, you know, hanging more horizontal or more vertical. You know, you can you can see it in such detail, and, and that helps you kind of work for those walleyes sometimes, too. About them, you know, you get on a school of fish, and you know, you mark fish or whatever. You get down here, you put it down here. Well, that way, it'll tell you if it's a crappie or a sunfish, a carp, a bass, a bullhead, an orange, a walleye. I mean, it'll tell you what you know. Like a lot of times, I'll mark fish out that relax and I'll throw the camera down just to see what they are, see if they're suckers or whitefish or, or whatever it is. Yeah, and if you have kids too, I mean, it's a great thing for the kids. They love to watch it. I know a lot of people they they hook it up to their big screen in their uh, ice house and and put it on there, and you can transport it that way. So, I mean, there's a lot of different options and ways you can use it. So we'll chat with Chris Munchow here a little bit later. And uh, also we'll have Terry Tuma coming up at the bottom of the hour. I know he just said an ad in the uh, Outdoor News, a new article on some fall uh, large and small mouse. So I'm sure we'll be chatting about that. And we're going to have to pick his brain a little bit because he told me he was out fishing here the other day with 12-inch crappies all day long that was the average so i think i might have to sneak in to his boat next time i see him well i'm sure he was probably fishing oh i would imagine on the river somewhere or, or a little a little pond he's got somewhere that uh, i you know and i don't know if he'd take you along because he he's like <laughs> the rest of us he keeps them pretty quiet he don't want yeah everybody to know see yeah exactly the uh the lore of a good fisherman is you don't always give up your hot spot. You make them find them themselves. But uh, And then also, I don't want to forget Kudak, because we weren't on last week. Uh, I want to mention to the listeners, there are going to be a couple of weeks here down the road that we're going to be carrying some sporting events, uh, Gophers hockey or Gophers basketball, coming up here over the, the winter uh, sports season here in the state, which uh, you got to love the Gophers, the feisty little Gophers. A lot of people say they ain't real feisty because they got that cute mascot, but he was actually the number one loved mascot here a couple of years ago. He won the title. So um, don't mess with the Gophers, but we'll be back um, on uh, various weeks. Uh, I'm not sure of the dates, but uh, we'll be on pretty much most of the weeks coming up here, but there will be a couple of weeks where we won't be on. But I wanted to bring up 
long story longer, I have come up with three new songs for you, Kudak. We we played this game a few weeks ago, and we're going to bring it back again because it's been very popular, and I personally, I love it myself as well because I came up with the idea, so it's a really good idea. But I'm going to play three songs that relate to you, Kudak, and at the end of the show, we will reveal what that clue is to what it means in your life. Does that make sense? Work, 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 work. All the time work. Oh, you're a funny one. It isn't going to be anything about work. I know that for a fact. But we'll uh, play Name That Theme a little bit later on in the show. But uh, before further ado, uh, we're going to bring on our good friend uh, Chris Munchow right now. He reps for uh, AquaView and uh, always has the latest and greatest in underwater camera technology. Good afternoon, Chris. How are we doing? Great. How are you guys today? We're doing great. Um, so uh, lay it on us. I know you guys always have new great stuff out, and we'll get to the other stuff, uh, some of the staples, but I know you have some exciting news uh, as far as some of the new gear coming out. Yeah, we've. Uh, this is kind of going to be a banner year for new product. We've got quite a, be- quite a few new uh, systems coming through in both lines, both the full-size and the micro. Um, it's actually going to be a little challenging at the shows this year to to demo all of them, but uh, we're pretty excited about it. The, the full-size series really took a step forward once again in, in the technology. You know, last year we introduced HD quality, and that was a huge hit, and we kind of realized that we had to uh, not only use that HD uh, viewing quality, but we also had to step it up with the actual uh, monitor and the system itself. So our full-size units, we've got a 7-inch, that's the traditional size, and this year we've got two 10-inch models. The screens on those 10-inch ones are really exciting. Everybody's blown away by it. We also increased the, the viewing uh, availability on those. So, you know, they're uh, like, for example, our 10-inch uh, HD 10i Pro 10-inch screen, that's got 2,200 nits of of uh screen uh brightness similar to what a you know what a uh top of the end Lawrence or hummingbird is going to have so you're going to be able to see that thing uh much much better in the in the you know the brighter conditions and that's been a challenge on any flat screen you get outside in the bright sun and they get a little tough to see this one is really going to take that to the next level um they're they're all going to come complete now pretty much all of our new full-size units are going to have the the XD camera head, and, and basically what that means is it has rails on it, similar to uh, like a firearms rail where you can slide on and off attachments. That's going to make adding fins for trolling that much easier. We're going to have some additional lighting you can slide on and off that guy, adding weight. So really uh, functional when you're out, uh, you know, not only ice fishing, but, you know, these units are uh, continue to pick up steam for open water use as well. And what when uh, people can go on on, on the Aquaview website, and you guys will be at a lot of the sports shows, the, the ice shows coming up. You guys will have all your new stuff there. So all the people, if they got any questions, they can come down and talk to you and and get hands on with this stuff. Yeah, we'll be you know for the Twin Cities guys, we'll be at Blaine, and you know I don't know if a lot of people get to the Blaine one, but that's really a good one if you want to get out and talk to the talk to the reps and get your hands on the product it's not nearly as busy as St. Paul um, so you can really pick pick the reps brains and like I said just just handle everything there 
Uh, otherwise, St. Paul. St. Paul has the great deals, you know, but it does get a little busier. But we'll be there, and then we'll have a crew up in Duluth. We'll have a crew in the, the big one in Milwaukee. So, uh, so we stay pretty busy for the next two months. Sounds great. We're chatting with uh, Chris Munchow of Aquavir right now, the original underwater camera, and they're talking about their new HD10i and 10i Pro that are uh, coming out. And you can see those at the shows that are coming up here this winter or check them out on their website, aquaview.com. And we're going to have more with him coming up next and find out some more some new stuff, and we'll chat about the old goodies as well. Here with Chris Munchow and Chris Kudak, I'm Stan Poggle on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. My pappy said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. Have you heard the story of the hot rod race with the Fords and Lincolns was setting the pace? That story is true, I'm here to say I was driving that Model A. We're back with more Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and on the iHeartRadio app to search Outdoor Adventures there. And Kudak, all the songs today are going to lead back to uh, something in your life that, you know, I think maybe some people want to know about. Probably probably back when uh, I was driving my Model T, I suppose. Well, it could involve, it could involve that. It could. That's Hot Rod Lincoln right there. And uh, we're going to have a couple of others, and we'll see if uh, you can guess it by the end of the show. But we'll reveal that uh, theme coming up here at the end of the show, and it'll be sure to be a fun one. And I'm sure you'll get a kick out of it again, Kuduk, like you did the last one. Okay. (laughs) But we're chatting with our friend uh, Chris Munchow, and we don't want to keep him waiting because he's uh, telling us about all the new gear. Um, Out from Aquaview this year, they got the new high-def screens, the bigger 10-inch screen. And uh, checking this thing out online, Chris, it looks pretty cool. But I wanted to ask you, too, um, what about uh, the older models? Are there upgrades that you've came out with those, whether it's, um, you know, adapters or uh, different style of uh, camera, plug-and-play stuff? Um, I know I used to call it Wi-Fi, but I believe it's called Wi-Fi. Um, how does that all uh, incorporate into the AquaView system? Yeah, we came out uh, over the summer with our AV Connect, which is a universal Wi-Fi adapter. Uh, it's just a little box. It hooks up to any underwater camera that has video out. It does not need to be an AquaView. It can be a Markham, can be a Vexlar. And what that little box does is it sends a Wi-Fi signal to your phone or tablet. Uh, and it can be Droid. It can be Apple-based. And you can watch the uh, underwater action right on your right on your phone and the neat part is if you you hit record or you can take a picture and it's it saves it right in the same area that it would be if you're taking a picture or taking a video with your phone so it's there's nothing new to learn there once you get it hooked up and you get it connected you're good to go so we're pretty excited about that that's going to be a real fun one out on the ice guys will be putting them out on their their tip-ups and watching them in the shack and you know, we're, we're hoping that anglers, it'll be so easy to record video now. We should see some real neat underwater action throughout the winter. So I'm going to basically have to watch more of my friends online be bragging about their uh, fishing experiences. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, in, 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 in the old days, you had, to, you had to run a DVR, and you maybe had to put it on your computer and use a basic editing system or something. And now, you know, it's, it's right on your phone. So... Everybody knows, pretty much I would say, everybody knows how to 
upload a video or a picture right from their phone. So, you know, it should make the social media end of it a lot easier for guys to start uploading video and sharing them. And, uh, uh, you know, we're pretty excited about that. It's, it's so much fun. We, our, our average fan enjoys these underwater videos so much, uh, you know, on something like our Facebook site, they get tens of thousands of views and it's just a kind of a fun way to pass the time at work. I think for a lot of guys while they're waiting to, to, to get out fishing that weekend. So that, you know, you guys from back way back when, you know, the wonder camera has came, you know, leaps and bounds. What, what more can you do with these things? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we try to stay ahead of the curve on the technology. So, you know, the, the, the HD viewing is, is such a nice image. Uh, you know, not only does the image look good to the naked eye, but it also, you know, helps, helps in different conditions. You can see better. So you've got color, you've got HD. Then you start to get some of the features, you know, we've added on our, on our revolution, our micro revolution this year. One of the things people have been asking for for years is camera direction. And we do have that on the pro model. So now you'll be able to, see what direction your camera's facing. It'll give you a little readout on the screen, and that becomes really helpful if you're fishing with an underwater camera. Once you know that your your lure or your uh, live bait is northwest of your camera hole, when a fish comes in, you can, uh, if the camera moves at all, you can quickly get lined back up and get ready to get another, uh, you know, cool underwater video experience. Well, I'm sure that helps, too, just as far as, you know, if you see out of ways in which direction they're coming in, um, you know, whether there's a current there or uh, a little uh, underwater, maybe channel or a ridge or anything like that, you can kind of pinpoint that too, like especially if you're hole hopping or something. Yeah, the, the direction is pretty, it's, it's a handy feature. You know, um, depth of the camera is nice. Water temp is, is, is a really good tool for open water use. Doesn't really factor as much for 90% of the ice fishing applications. The water doesn't, uh, you know, the temp doesn't change too much. But direction is one that uh, I guess if I could only have one feature, I would would struggle uh, a little bit between uh, depth and um, direction because that direction is good. And, you know, and then the temp, like I said, that really comes into play for some of our, especially the hardcore bass guys and stuff uh, when they're uh, in the open water, they like to, they really want to pay attention to the to the water temperature. But you know that that feature, along with uh, your, your viewers may not or your listeners, I'm sorry, may not have seen our, our revolution, which is basically what that means is we have the the camera on the micros. It's on a it's on a windable spool, so now you mm-hmm. can quickly strip off how much camera you need, and when you're ready to move, uh, you just wind it right up right on the back. Uh, we we advance that into the Revolution model, which that spool is built right into the system now. It's it's really slick, it's compact, and that's going to be a, a real popular one this year. We've got a, a a few different models of that, and uh, and it's very reasonable. So guys are really going to enjoy you know just just the, the the mobility and the quickness factor of being able to wind that camera up when you're moving from from hole to hole is is really exciting. Yeah, and I know I have the the Micro 5 Plus and that thing too. It, what I like about it is, you know, I I try to take as little stuff as I want because Kudak gives me crap about this, but I always got a case of beer with me, so I got a lot of lot of uh, luggage to haul around on the ice out there. So it's nice to have like mine. I could just fit it in the bibs of my uh, uh, my pocket of my bibs, and and it's right there. And then you got the strap where you can hook it around, and it just kind of 
well, on me in particular, it kind of rests on my beer belly there. So you got a nice little view right there in front of you, and you, you still got your hands free. Yeah, compact is key, you know, for ice fishing. Everybody's everybody's scaling down. Everybody's taking minimal equipment because, you know, especially we haven't had a lot of great ice conditions here in the, the past few years. So if you're going out on a four-wheeler, if you're walking out, as so many guys do early ice, you just don't want to bring a lot of heavy stuff, and that's where the microsystems really you know, you said it best. It's it's right in a pocket somewhere, uh, you know, and it's it's always handy. And you know, you don't have to keep them warm, but you know, you can you can keep that thing safe and warm, and it's ready to use when you need it. Yeah, you know, the nice thing about like you said, the micros. I I, I put mine in my coveralls and or my bibs, and you know, they're right there. Or, or you could throw it at the bottom of your pail. I mean, they're. They're small enough. You can you can put them in your like my bag. I can throw up my bag, and and then when you get to the fish house, you can you know mount them with the little tails. But the you know they're they're so easy to maneuver and and, and you I mean they're they're the ultimate thing of ice fishing when it comes right down to it. Yeah, I mean I you know I, being that I work for Aquaview, I, I have some advantages obviously, but I never leave the house when I'm going fishing without my uh you know my my yellow waterproof bag and there's always a camera in there you know it's just i always have a camera with i'll be honest i don't use it every time especially in open water um ice fishing i almost always am fishing with the camera until it you know and maybe it gets dark but um open water i you know it's always there and if i ever need to check something out i can quickly pull it out and you know oftentimes it's a three or four minute deal and i I see what i want to see and i'm right back to fishing yeah, go check them out. It's at aquaview.com. And before we go here, Chris, of course, we have to uh, pick your brain a little bit about some fishing. It sounds like you've been uh, hunting a few uh, dinosaurs out on the area rivers here. So how has that been? It's been pretty good. Yeah, that, uh, you know, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of how the um, how the sturgeon fishing in the, in the metro area has really uh in the past 10 15 years has really taken a huge step forward the fish are getting bigger and bigger each year they're you know the neat part about that style of fishing is you don't need a big fancy boat you don't need all the greatest equipment you know uh, we run a lot of the uh just the fiberglass rods they're they're 30 40 bucks at the store you get a big big reel with the with the you know uh big spool of capacity because man those fish take some line and uh you know 20, 30 pounders are average and, you know, and plenty of guys, uh, one of the guys the other day caught one that was well over a hundred pounds and it, you know, you used to have to go up to, you know, the rainy or something to get way up north six hours away to get those big ones. And, and you don't have to do that anymore. And it's, it's just, it's a neat style of fishing because like I said, you, you don't need a lot of equipment and it's, it's right here. It's local. And, and you know, when you hook a couple of those fish, it, it kind of gets in your blood because they they fight like nothing you've uh, you've ever really tangled with before, at least in freshwater. And, and you know, like you said, you 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 don't have to go very. You don't have to go up to the rainy. You can go, you know, over to the Saint Croix, Mississippi. I mean, there's uh, they're around. You just got to do a little research, and you can find them. Yeah, they're around, you know, and especially we, we do the St. Croix a lot. And, the, you know, the nice part about this time of year, it's, it's a great time to be out on the water anyways. And a lot of the big boats have been put away. We call them the tuna boats. 
those big boats that seem to go up and down the river and their their only mission in life is to put out about a six foot uh, wave <laughs> those guys have kind of are done for the season so um you get out there and the, the water is really high right now uh, most of the st croix is is no wake so yeah you got to be real careful there's some really big stuff floating down the river um with all the high water but you know that actually actually helps us as fishermen because there there is you know with the no wake we're not moving around and you know as big as these fish are the bite is extremely light so we're we're talking we we run little jinglers on our rods to you know oftentimes it's just the slightest twitch you know you'd think it would be a, a forty pound fish would come in and you'd think your rod would double over and it's it's just the slightest little nibble often and and that's a fish but we have fun it's something the whole family can do my uh my son is a nut. He goes with me constantly, and he he just it's about his favorite thing to do in the world. I've gotten my wife out there numerous times. She's got uh, a few thirty pounders to her credit, and she you know it's it's a family thing. It's and, and again, it's just it's so cheap and um, it's fun. Uh, Muskie fishing has been you know we're kind of right in that time right now where the lakes are going to start to turn, and then the suckers are going to sucker fishing is going to take over and. We're, you know, I'm kind of excited to do a little bit more of that this year with our, with our underwater, with our live strike stuff, which is essentially a release that hooks up to your AquaView camera cable, and you can run a lure or, a, or live bait behind it and kind of watch watch oh, the cool. fish come in and eat it. So that'll be a little, you know, that'll be fun to do in the uh, the, the next month or so as well. Well, I'm looking forward to those videos. When you get uh, a couple of good ones uh, put together, definitely send them our way. But, yeah, the sturgeon fish and I finally had a chance to do it, and I caught a couple. And uh, like you said, once you catch one, it's kind of sounds a lot like the musky guys. Once you catch one, you kind of want to catch another one and another one and another one. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot they, of fun. They, they're addicting. Yep. So uh, where can people get in touch with you, Chris? I know you mentioned the shows. Um, where else can people find you guys? Yeah, you know, obviously the the, the website is, is, you know, the, the number one place for information. Our social media page on Facebook is really active. That's where we put not only the, the pro videos, but, you know, we really make an effort to put just good underwater content up there, whether it's one of the pro guys that shot it. Oftentimes it's just submissions by uh, Aquaview users. Some of the best stuff is just guys getting out and recording what they're seeing down there. And, uh, you know, that's really fun. And, you know, we'll be at the shows. I'll be at Blaine, uh, the Hardwater Expo. I'll be down at St. Paul. Come by and, uh, you know, just get your hands on the equipment and, and see what it feels like. See what's right for you. I can give some real good suggestions on if you tell me how you fish, I can tell you what most guys are, are running. You know, if you, if you sit a lot, the big ones are nice. If you're one of those guys that drills a hundred and some holes a day, you're going to want a micro and we have a lot of different options. Sounds great. Chris Munchell from uh, Aquaview, thanks for tuning in to Outdoor Adventures, and we'll chat with you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. That is uh, Chris Munchell. Check him out, aquaview.com. And coming up next, we will have our good friend Terry Tuma. I know he was catching some slab crappies here the other day. We'll chat with him about that. And he just uh, had a new article in the Outdoor News as well on uh, late-season bass. And we'll have another song, the second song of uh, Name That Theme, it's about our buddy Chris Kudak this week, so we'll have all that coming up and more here. Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and on the Radio app, this is Outdoor Adventures. When I turned 16, I saved a few hundred bucks. My first car was a pickup truck. I was cruising the town, and the first girl I see was Bobby.
Barbie Joe Gentry, the homecoming queen. She flagged me down and climbed up in the cab and said, I, I never knew you were a pickup pick man. You can set my truck on fire up the road down the hill. Right here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Kudak, that one is uh, Pickup Man from Joe Diffie, so we're getting closer to the answer of this week's theme. Uh, something something about you. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I did have a pickup back then, but I, yep. I also had three or four cars back then before the pickup. Oh, yeah, you have a lot of vehicles. I know that already. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, we got to mention that you know, the deer hunting opener is coming up fast up to mm-hmm. Grand Rapids. And my neighbor over here, uh, five miles away, shot a big, big buck. Uh, six on one side, four on the other. It was the coolest looking deer I think I've seen in a long time. And he arrowed it here the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, he's been seeing them. We've been seeing a lot of deer, a lot of pheasants. I seen a bunch of turkeys. I was putting putting deer stands together today and sighting in some rifles and and uh, getting ready for the big deer opener because that, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch you this year. I already know. I'm gonna be babysitting. You know, not only could I have to do all the work and you know line up these interviews and record stuff and edit it down and post it on the iHeartRadio app and post it on the KTLK website. You know, post upload pictures. But now you're putting babysitting duties on my lap too. I I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to handle it all. Well, you know, I've babysitted you for the last. Three, four years, and uh, I figure it's about time for maybe you to do a little babysitting. Okay, well, I guess uh, that's a fair trade. I'll uh, I'll do my best to babysit you up there in Grand Rapids. But, uh, yeah, that's coming up November 2nd through the 4th. Uh, you and I will be up there Thursday night. Our buddy uh, Cold Front Curry is going to be up there Wednesday already getting everything ready. But uh, lots of good seminars. Um, they're going to have the uh, hunting expo. Um, horse-drawn wagon rides, so you'll probably be falling off the wagon here by the end of the night. Well, well, they got some <laughs> archery stuff. They got some kids' archery stuff. I mean, they got they got a lot of good programs, and uh, you know, Grand Rapids is a cool town. I mean, that's one of my one of my favorite places to stop in. I mean, they got the Big Glen's Army Navy store. They got uh, lots of good stuff. It's it's a fun little town, and and we are going to have fun up there. So, yeah, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, we'll make sure you uh, keep an update on our uh, Facebook Outdoor Adventures as well as uh, Twin Cities News Talk on uh, iHeartRadio as well. We'll have uh, a lot of interviews with all the experts, guys from the Deer Hunters Association. Also, uh, we'll probably have a few dignitaries on there as well, and we'll probably rib some of those big shots from the DNR too, won't we? Well, uh, you know, we've, we've always tried to keep it on the low, low profile about, about stuff, but... I got a feeling yeah, it probably won't be so low profile this year. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get on them this year. So uh, look for that uh, coming up the first weekend in November, the big uh, rifle season opener for the deer hunter uh, and your deer hunters out there. I'm uh, happy to see the blaze orange out there. That means the the fields are uh, getting harvested and it's almost party time for a lot of people. So uh, we look forward to that coming up in Grand Rapids, and we're also looking forward to chatting with our next guest, another Hall of Famer, yours, Kudak. We're going to bring in our good friend. Uh, not only that, but he he's a pretty darn good fisherman. Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. He writes for the Outdoor News, so uh, he's got a pretty good outdoor life going for himself. Uh, let's bring on Terry Tumor right now. How are we doing, Terry? I'm just great. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So what what uh, what's Terry been up to for the last few weeks? I suppose. 
besides fishing on the river and, and, and traveling all over the country, you're uh, getting ready for the big, well, the big fall bite is on already because I know guys guys are catching a lot of big smallies on Mille Lacs. They're getting some musky, so and I'm sure you, you're down around home there catching them too. Yeah, well, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, we have been uh, fishing. Uh, I've been on the river quite a little bit, uh, red wing and below, uh, fishing uh, crappies and also fishing bass. Then locally I've been fishing bass and a few walleyes, but the, that's been pretty much it, but uh, really concentrating on on uh, those bodies of water. And the water temperature yesterday on the river, which came up about three to four feet, uh, was 57 degrees, and on the lake I was on today was 56. Yeah, I mean, we're, right now it, it's, uh, they said it was supposed to rain at noon. Well, it just started here about 10 minutes ago, and it is coming down, and we really don't need no more rain up here because the guys are trying to get their beans out and their corn out. And, you know, opening, opening pheasant was today, and I was driving around yesterday, and I did see a bunch of roosters. And, and and I see a mess of turkey. So, you know, it's that time of the year. It, it's it's my favorite time of the year myself. Well, it really is. You know, it's really you know, like uh, we talked so many times about we go out and we go fishing or whatever or we'll go pheasant hunting or whatever. But we sometimes forget about just enjoying Mother Nature along with our uh, experience out there, you know the leaves and, uh, you know, maybe you see a, a fox running or whatever it may be. And that's part of the hunt or the, uh, the fishing experience. And sometimes we forget about that. We always weigh with our success ratio instead. Yeah, I agree with you. I just had uh, one of those to a tee here the other day. It was uh, brisk morning, Friday morning. I was uh, fortunate enough. To, I got all my work done uh, Sunday through Thursday. So I thought, well, I'm going to go out and uh, cast a few off the dock. Nothing to brag about, but, you know, I caught a few perch, I caught a few sunnies, I caught a few crappies, I caught a few bass. I was only out there about an hour and a half. I had a good time, watched the sun come up over Lake Minnetonka, a few ducks floating around, some geese uh, honking in the background, and a few loons ran into them as well as a couple of old codgers in their old aluminum boats because all the big boys are off the lake. So, like you said, just sometimes uh, being out there and in and enjoying the peace and quiet while I like to say the other suckers are all going out and, and uh, making those big bucks. It's, uh, it's a fun time. It really is, you know, and it's really a great opportunity to cash in on some awfully good fishing, too, especially after turnover. Terry, you know, he just sat there and said he's been working, 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 working. Well, he doesn't. He he did forgot to tell us that he doesn't get out of bed till nine o'clock. And he walks down to the dock and he sits and fish. He tells her, but he's working seven days a week. Well, <laughs> I know better than that. <laughs> well, you know, maybe he's including fishing off the dock part of his work schedule. Well, hey, you have to work in a little fun too. You got to oh, keep. Yeah, your you do. That's exactly right. But you know, it's just uh, it's just uh, you know, great time. And I've been casting a lot of small crankbaits uh, for the bass and have some. Very, very good success. So often we think we've got big baits, big fish. I strongly disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you too. I, uh, I throw a lot of small crank baits myself, and uh, you know, you, you, you can't beat them. Well, you really can't. You know, it's sort of the finesse style of fishing. But there have been some uh, studies done by some fish biologists, and they made a statement stating that. Big fish eat a lot smaller food sources than we even think that they do. You know, that big, big, big fish, that necessarily is not true. No, I know. I agree with you 100%. They're, 
you know, this type of year, the fish are starting to move in the channel. They're starting to starting to put their feed bags on. So, I mean, the ones you're catching are really nice fish. Yeah, they really are. Uh, you know, and uh, talking about that, Chris, I think it's probably I've been fishing the river for uh, uh, crappies, and these were um, honestly measured several in the 12 plus range, and I was casting small uh, baits, small jigs with big fat heads. And it was just amazing. Uh, they did not, you know, hit hard by no means. You maybe felt some sort of tension. You set the hook, you'd have a fish on. But that just, uh, you know, gives, uh, you know, sort of an idea why we have to be so, shall we say, versatile with baits and lures to be successful. Because if we're not, we're, many times we're not going to catch very many fish. We are chatting with uh, Hall of Famer Terry Tuman, also writer for the Outdoor News, and uh, we'll have more uh, fall fishing action with him. And uh, also, I'm sure he's going to be visiting a uh, trade show near you, so we'll get into that a little bit as well when we come back here for one final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the iHeartRadio app. You know this one, Kudak? What's that? I think I remember that back many, many years ago. Oh, yeah, fixing them all the time. It's like the old Harleys. You fix them more and you rode them. Yep, 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 you're right. Yep, so uh, we have uh, Jerry Reed uh, with Lord Mr. Ford. We have Joe Diffie with Pickup Man and Commander Cody with Hot Rod Lincoln. So that's all a part of a theme about our good buddy Chris Kuduk this week, folks. And uh, if you haven't guessed it yet, we will uh, reveal that here at the end of the show. But we have another segment with our good friend uh, Terry Tuma. He's been catching some slab crappies and some uh, pancake-sized bass as well and terry i know you mentioned earlier about turnover um explain that a little bit for folks like me and then also does that affect uh fish in different ways or does it affect them all the kind of the same way or how does that work well first of all yes and that's a very very asked question at this time of the year what is turnover how does it affect the fish well turnover first of all usually starts right around 57 to 56 55 degrees and what happens is the top layer gets denser or heavier and it sinks to the bottom. And Mother Nature mixes it up uh, via the wind, so it's a constant temperature from top to bottom. And you can identify turnover by looking at your electronics. That's one indicator. The other that I use many, many times, you can smell it, uh, smell it at next. It's like a rare, very, very strong algae bloom. Uh, dead debris floating on the surface, and if you're cast or trolling, uh, you can pick up this slimy moss on your crankbait or whatever baits or lures you're using. Uh, those are probably the most are the best and easiest ways to identify turnover. And what do you and, see? What do you see on your? Sorry to interrupt. What do you see on your depth finder? Then is it just a bunch of clutter? Or? No, uh, I'm just when, on the depth finder. Basically, yes, it can be clutter uh, from you know. Uh, debris coming up from the bottom, but 
basically what I use it for is temperature, the surface temperature. And if it's right around that 57, 55 degree, then we can anticipate only on stratified lakes that it's starting to turn over. And I really believe it was uh, today for sure. And then how does that affect the fishing? I mean, does it make it better? Does it make it worse? It makes it worse. Uh, it's, you know, and you have to treat it like a very severe cold front, but so often, too, you hear the bite is terrible for about seven to ten days. I strongly disagree with that. It's about a three to five days, uh, span. And then, if, but if you go out there and you, you're gonna challenge it, say, hey, we're gonna have a tougher bite, smaller fish, you're still gonna catch fish. I don't think there's any question about that, but you just have to be extremely versatile, try different baits, different lures, different locations. Mm-hmm. And then right after turnover, that's when the hot bite really starts. Well, I'm going to have to remember that because I'm just that's going to be my excuse from now on. You know, the water was 56, 57 degrees, had a little turnover, and uh, the fish just went by today. Well, that's a good excuse, just like a cold front, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, Terry, you were talking about, you know, your finesse of them fish. And, you know, with the small crankbaits and the small jigs we use and the, and the, and the lines we got now, and, the you know, like I'm using the JT rods now, and he's got some rods that just got phenomenal tips on them. And, I mean, I watch my rod tip more than I watch anything. Well, so do I. You know, watching the rod tip and then also paying really a close attention to, like, for instance, you know, with those, uh, I was using number uh, uh, number four shad wraps uh, basically for a couple of weeks now in different colors. But uh, so many times uh, had some, you know, really some really good success. But so many times these bass uh, would only, uh, you wouldn't feel a bite if you were. You just saw like there was something, sort of a tick or something was there. And I really actually had to set the hook. But you're so correct watching the trot tip and really concentrating on what's going on. Same thing with the crappies. Uh, you know, here again, too, they did not, I think I only had one that really whacked it. The other one, it was just like something was, you know, maybe pulling like there was maybe a weed on there or something and you had to set the hook and that was one of those big crappies but it's just amazing uh you know and so often i just done a seminar and someone asked me about do you really need expensive rods and and that's really you know uh it's hard that's a hard question to answer but depending on how much fishing we're doing what kind of a budget uh what style of fishing uh and what species you're pursuing and uh, Terry, where can uh, more people uh, find your uh, not only your uh, blogs and your writings, but uh, get more information on you and get a hold of you? Well, I we do radio. We're going to start to launch a YouTube uh, series next week, and I believe it or not, I okay. do uh, quite a bit with Channel Twelve with Ron Chera with Minnesota, uh, Minnesota Bound and Due North, and then also, of course, seminars. Yeah, I'm guessing you're going to probably be up at uh, the uh, shows coming up here in the cities here in the next month or two. Yes, I am. We'll be at the Ice Fishing Show. We have quite a few seminars slated prior to that. Uh, Disabled Veterans Function, we're going to be doing that. Uh, Walleye Unlimited, we'll be doing that one. Uh, Cabela's, uh, we've got quite a few seminars besides the uh, St. Paul Ice Fishing Show, yes. Great to chat with you again, Terry Tuma, uh, legendary fisherman, Hall of Famer, and uh, you can find his articles on the Outdoor News website. That's his outdoornews.com. He's also a friend of ours on Facebook, so you can find him there as well. Um, what are you going for next here, Terry? What's the next thing going to be uh, maybe hitting the frying pan for you? Uh, probably a little bit more bass fishing. i got a couple other lakes I want to check out. Uh, as far, and I just love fishing crankbaits or wacky worms for bass. 
And then I'm going to probably have a tendency to go back to the river and try to target some more uh, crappies as soon as that water level starts to drop so much. And, and people can, can go on your blog, Gary, and, 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 you know, if they got questions, they can, they can get a hold of you on your on your web page and, and ask you questions, right? Oh, yeah, they sure can. They can email me. That's terry at outdoornews.com. I'll be happy to answer any of those questions. Excellent. Terry Tuma joining us here on Outdoor Adventures. Enjoy your time, and uh, I don't really have to tell you good luck because I know you're going to be catching a few. Well, I'm sure <laughs> going to try. Thank you so much. No problem. That is uh, legendary Hall of Famer Terry Tuma joining us. Terry Tackle Tuma here on Outdoor Adventures. Just a couple of minutes to wrap things up here. Kuduk, you mentioned the pheasant opener here uh, yesterday, or today actually. Now that was down in Marshall, and next year they've already announced it's going to be out in Laverne, so the extreme southwest corner of the state. Uh, we, I guess we have to think about dragging your butt from up north uh, out into the prairie next year. Well, you know, it just might happen. I, You know, we might have to go down there next year, Laverne. I mean, I, I've been down there before. That's a nice area down there. But, uh, you know what, this time of year, you know, where am I? I'm on the deer with working on deer stands and doing this and doing that. It's fighting in rifles, and you know, I, and if I want a pheasant, I, I, there's so many. I see. I mean, I seen a ton of pheasants around here yesterday, the day before, and I. But we might just have to go down there so I can babysit you again for another event. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm going to be babysitting you up at uh, Grand Rapids once again. I want to remind folks: if you are going heading up to that area for the deer opener, swing on over to Grand Rapids. We're going to be there Thursday night, hanging out. They got a big expo. I mean, uh, they got. They're going to have, I think, a uh, a beef stick competition or something like that. So I'm sure you and I will, you know, we'll probably have to swing by the booth and check that out. Well, yeah, yeah, and we will probably be uh, around town there. I'm sure we're going to stop over at the Glens Army Navy and uh, uh, the Eagles Club and uh, yeah. a few other places there. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be just look for, look for Stan's Hoopy because I think, I think, if I wasn't mistaken, Stan said he was driving this year. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pack them into the hoopty. You're gonna be in for a treat with that hoopty. You call it a hoopty, but I tell you what, I I promise it, that hoopty is gonna get you there and back, no matter what. And I mark my words, if it doesn't, I will get you an Uber and we'll get you out of Grand Rapids. I mean, who knows? We may be uh, dragging you out of there by your uh, shirt shirt neck there. No, 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 no. I uh, we'll, we'll 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 be leaving to come home Friday at nine o'clock in the morning or nine thirty at the latest to get back down here because I got deer hunting down here. Yep. So we will be up there uh, Thursday night. Uh, plenty of activities there. They're going to have a uh, banquet as well. You can get your tickets. Um, just uh, Google Minnesota Governor's Deer Opener, and uh, you can find out all the fun stuff that's happening up there. In uh, Grand Rapids, it starts uh, Thursday night, runs through Saturday night as well. they got uh, plenty of fun to be had, and uh, you can come and find Kudak and, and myself and you know, buy us a beer or something or buy us a, buy us a taco or whatever it is. And uh, I'll be uh, guaranteed it'll be a fun time, especially when Kudak's around. And he, he said he's going to get a little wild this year, so it should be extra fun for me. It can be a little stressful, but we'll get it taken care of. Well, real quickly, Kudak, the theme this week... We had uh, Hot Rod Lincoln, Pickup Man, and Lord Mr. Ford. Those three songs blend together to explain just part of your vehicle collection there at the old Ponderosa. I mean, you have more vehicles than anybody I know. Well, I 
got a fuel heater on here. I got you home. And you're always you're always whining. You don't have enough room. Well, if you get rid of fifteen of them, you might have some room. Well, they're they're all spoken for. My granddaughter uh, <laughs> she's got one, and you yeah, know, yeah. Somebody's always got something going on. All right, we'll be back with more outdoor adventures next week. FM 103.5, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. And also download that free IR Radio app, and you can listen to us anytime.